Now then, hundreds of historians at local universities have signed up against the government's announcement to publish state-authored textbooks for secondary education starting in 2017. Among them, several foreign professors, and one of them is Professor David Wright from the Department of Archaeology and Art History at Seoul National University and joins us on the line today. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Great to have you with us. Can you tell us um, why you signed up and participated in this movement? Well, I think just in terms of um, setting the, the background is that the, the presently there are about eight different textbooks that are used in South Korean middle and high schools, and those are vetted by the Ministry of Education. And um, recently the government has proposed to limit that number of textbooks down to one. And so there are many historians in both my department, uh, my college, and across the country who feel like this is limiting the amount of voices uh, in that, are, that, that will be able to tell history. The, th the thing is, um, if all historians boycott this or oppose it, then we, we're going to leave the government with very little choice but to produce a pretty bad history textbook, aren't we? That's true. Um, but those of us who are, are part of this boycott and who have signed the letter against the, the proposed revisions uh, feel that history is, is not really a product, it's a process of analysis based on accumulating evidence. And no matter what the government does from this point forward, that, that process is, is challenged. Being based in Korea as you are, what are you most worried about with the uh, government compiled history textbooks that will be forthcoming from 2017? Well, basically, Alex, I feel that there's really no correct view of history because um, history is really an accumulation of perspectives. And when the government determines that historical perspective and limits it to one, um, they determine the truth according to a sort of narrow political philosophy. And this is really an issue, whether it's the right or the left, uh, left-leaning government. And history really requires a diversity of perspectives. So by limiting the amount of perspectives that are told in history textbooks uh, in South Korea, not necessarily this government or the next government or even the, the government after, but it is rife for abuse. And so, you know, those of us who have signed on to oppose this um, this proposed change are really, we're looking more to the future, and we sort of fear not necessarily what this particular government is doing, but future governments. Yeah, because it's presumably not always going to be a conservative government, as you've pointed out there. Exactly. This isn't just about right versus left. Just very briefly, is there any example from the United States that you want to share with us of how political meddling has uh, destroyed or hurt history learning? Sure. I guess if I look at uh, United States history, definitely the way in which Euro-Americans um, uh, conquered Native Americans in the, the March West across the frontier. Um, and in the 1950s and 60s and 70s, history was really limited to the perspective, you know, the, essentially the winners told the story. And uh, Native Americans were portrayed as being um, primitive and brutal and um, that there was a justification put forward in history textbooks from that time um, that really sort of uh, portrayed uh, portrayed uh, the Euro-Americans as the victims in this in the uh, in the March westward and, and whereas in fact like through time through the process of inquiry 
and gaining multiple perspectives, this has really changed, and Americans have gained a new perspective on uh, on our own history uh, in recent years because of this uh, historical inquiry. And um, I, that's only really pr- possible when there are multiple sides of the story being told. Well, Professor Wright, this issue drew the attention of uh, one of our previous guests this morning, Richard Smith, mm. who... Uh, is actually the former CEO of Newsweek magazine, said he thought it might come up in conversation with the sole mayor and others this week. So this issue is certainly not going away in a hurry. Thank you very much for sharing your daily voice today. Okay, thank you so much, Alex. I really appreciate it. Great to have you on the line. And uh, if you want to share your own experiences and opinions via our daily voice, as I'm sure you'll become familiar, sometimes we do it live, sometimes recorded. Either way is fine. Just email your stories to us, though, efmthismorning at gmail.com.